Mira la izquierda. Mira la derecha. ¿Qué ves? ¿Dónde estás? In a world that seems to change daily, what will you do next? Welcome to the Next Steps Show with Peter Vasquez and co-host Aisha Kreutz. A starting point for discussion y un poco de dirección. Bienvenidos, bienvenidos. Hey, welcome to the Next Step Show. This is a show that's on a mission to educate, unite, and create somewhat, Aisha? Synergy. Oh, that wasn't very synergetic. And create synergia. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Peter Vasquez, with my co-host. Aisha Kreitz. My buddy, my best friend. Aww. How, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing super duper. Busy. I'm very busy. Yeah. How's uh, how's the husband? Oh, he is spectacular. His uh he's uh editing his third book uh in his series. He wants to get them all done by Christmas, so he really hasn't been hanging out with me much. No. He's just been writing and editing. Writing? Oh, that's okay though. He he's a hard it. worker. He does. He's a yeah. hard worker. He he this guy writes he just some phenomenal things. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, I just got a new horse. Well, no wonder why he's writing another yeah. book. He's got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and those books can be found at Amazon, I believe. Oh, yeah. And they, they have great reviews. Yeah. Give, it, give us some titles real quick. Uh, well, so it's a series. It's The Untamed Fury, The Return of Jake Charm is the one, it was the first one. And then he just did the one, you know, one that just came out is Look at Me When I'm Shooting, Look at Me When I'm Shooting You. Uh, that's the second in the series, and I can't give the third because he's still working on it. Hey, look, look, look at me while you're shooting me in the back. That's a good trick. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. It's, um, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. People can get him. Um, either way, Matt Kreitz is the author, now that we're talking. I don't know how we got on that. K-R-E-U-T-Z, Matt Kreitz. Yes. Matt Kreitz. And it is, and it's, uh, you know, if you hate reading uh, books by people that hate you, uh, this is not going to be one of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm curious. This is like a, a book about Hoko or something? Look at me when uh, you're shooting me in the back? I'm uh, curious. Uh, or is it no, the Republicans no, that that's, are? That's, uh, look at me while I'm stabbing you in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, while I'm stabbing you in the front, that would be like some of the red side. Oh, my gosh. You know, these people, no matter what, you know, politics, it's, 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 you know, I, I was, I, I do want to say this, though. For those people who are political junkies, those people who, right, really, we understand how politics and people in our lives are so impacted by this. You see, you know, you can't get discouraged and you have to have thick skin. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, none of this stuff actually is personal, right? So, I mean, yes, we have fun and, you know, I'll talk smack about people or whatever, right, and doing it. But at the end of the day, I do think that for the most part, most of us are on the same side. And just because there's disagreements, um, you know, me being a registered Republican, I may have – it's one of the big problems that I have with – maybe what people would call the establishment, right? Um, Those that are in the elitist side of things is that they have a hard time, a difficult time having conversations or disagreements, right? It's just like, listen to what I say and this is it. Versus I'm like, hey, I might actually like you, right? I just disagree with how we might get somewhere. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, we're on the same side. Working towards the same goals. Right, and I don't think that's reciprocal. And I think that is the problem, right? But I think that those of us who are working and saying, listen, I do want justice, virtue, integrity in all of not just my life, but in politics and these policies, 
you have to remember at the end of the day, it's not personal. And you can't just fade away at the end of the day because things didn't go your way because you didn't win. I mean, like, no, you, can't. you were well, you were a veteran, right? I'm a veteran. Yeah. You're in war and you lose a battle. Right. I mean, some of these people get shot, you know, lose limbs. all sorts of, Right. You don't just walk away and be like, oh, over here. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that in our political system here, it's not become about it's moved beyond the the platforms It's moved beyond what it means to be a Republican or Democrat. Now it's about individuals. Now we've got people running saying, listen, without me, we're lost. We have uh, uh, people running that are making it about them, not about they get offended because and it gets personal because they make it about themselves. But it's not about themselves. That's not what politics is. Uh, Politicians are known for ego. No question about it. And and that's what all this stuff that's going on in California about the energy and about cars, uh, gas cars being outlawed by 2035. They're in a race out there. To be who's going to who's going to make the biggest mark, who's going to uh, you know set the most unattainable goal, uh, the craziest uh, uh, you know. So it's going to be Gavin Newsom is right. obvious, obviously the guy who's in the launch uh, pad. I think at this point it is. Listen, the, the the former Republican chairman told me once that politics here is all about uh, a beauty contest. That there is no no really what you know. They're products. The, right. the, the candidates are products right. that they get marketed. Well, and, and kind of what you said too, right? The the hubris or the ego that you have to have. I mean, not just in me and Peter. We've argued about this. I mean, even somewhat when it comes to pastors and stuff, right? You are putting yourself out there wholly to say this is what I think, and I, you know, again, and I respect that so much um, when. Politicians, when people are running for office and they're willing to put themselves on the line like that, just, you know, not in any way, shape or form comparing it to being in the military and putting your life on the line that way. So I'm not doing that. But what I am saying is that you are putting something, you are putting your whole life on display. Yes. You know what I mean? And that does take a lot. And you have to be really comfortable with yourself and say, okay, people are going to come at me. And so I do think that, right, like I respect that a lot. That that I have to say, okay, I see what you're saying, but as long as these people think that they have all of the answers and that they're the only ones that are going to be able to save everybody or that they want fans, right, they want everybody, then they kind of portray that off as well, right? They portray yeah. that attitude. Absolutely. Well, listen, confidence, yeah. ego, you need that to be in politics. You really do. You need yes. that to be effective in almost a lot of things that we, yeah. that lead, you know, to lead. That, that's not my issue when it comes to politicians. My, my, my issue, very much like pastors, and we have argued about this quite a bit. <laughs> listen, when, when you, in my humble opinion... And I think this should be everybody's opinion, frankly. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when you say you are an individual who is for the people, which is every elected official, yes, which is every every uh, 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 a pastor, or chaplain, self-proclaimed or not, mm-hmm. right? It's every community leader. So if everything you're doing is about or isn't about the people, then 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 it's just pure arrogance and it's about True. yourself. And that's what we see a lot of what's that's going what, on. I, I do say, yes, I do think that we see a lot of that happening. But I think we can also pull that back. And, I mean, you see that whether it's in the grassroots or in politicians, you know, or someone running where people, again, 
you don't have that thick enough skin to not take it personal to say, listen, I am disagreeing with you or if you are doing something and I'm holding you accountable because you said that you were going to represent all of the people and you're now maybe not doing it. Right. You and I'm calling like what you- happened in the uh, county ledge recently. Yes. Where every single legislator yes. that was there, st- I, 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 I physically saw and heard every single legislator go out with every single one of these people that are losing family members, uh, uh, um, you know, in, 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 yeah. due to COVID, stood with them and made promises. Yeah. So so when you see some of and, these... And, uh, and yet they're going to go turn around and... Re- reconfirm yes, and reconfirm Mendoza. That's politics, and that's the part that right now we the people we're not holding those people accountable, right? Um, I know one here like we're talking about low primary turnouts and different yeah. things like that, yep. right? That's our job, and that's our bad. These people are not afraid of losing their jobs because they're like, listen, you're still going to vote for me anyway. Because, oh, Democrats might win. Oh, this person, oh, this is going to be worse. It's not worse. They're literally turning your their backs on us. You literally were willing to let me die so that you could keep your seat. Yeah, look, 16% of active, voter, uh, of active voters or active enrolled voters voted on Tuesday. And even in a hotly contested race like the one in Erie County uh, between uh, the, the, the New York State Chair Republic, the New York State Republican Chair Langworthy yeah. and Palladino, uh, yeah, and Palladino, uh, that was only a twenty-eight percent voter, where almost every single person in that district could have voted. I mean, that's, because of the makeup, right? That's disgusting. So, so my my question is this: Who's really, who, who's really getting offended? Who's really, uh, who, who are the ones that really should have thicker skin? Or at least included in having thicker skin. I'm, and I'm talking about voters now a little bit. Right. I've, I've been, I, I've gotten I, in trouble I, recently no, for apparently being a little too, uh, a little, um, or, or for suggesting that you know voters weren't doing enough to help candidates, which is furthest from the truth. That is not ever something well, that I would I imply. Think, well, yeah, and, and I know you wouldn't. And I think that what happens is, and on, I take a lot of responsibility a lot of times. Right when, when, when again, twenty eight percent voter turnout as a leader. That's my fault. As a leader, that's my fault as well. 16% voter turnout, that's my fault. I can blame anybody else that I want, but we have to figure out how to change those things. And the disenfranchisement of voters is a huge issue. And when we see things like what happened at the county this past week, that leads to these kind of things. And then what ends up happening is when someone like me and you show up to a training session or a meeting and we say, (laughs) I I know you're doing so much, but we really need you to tick it up a notch right then all of a sudden it's like why right and people don't understand because and again i think part of that comes to i know that when i was new doing this right i thought not that i could do it all myself but there was some magic bullet right that all of a sudden you're gonna go in and you're gonna give the information and people are gonna be like ah i see it and then you're like yeah no they don't no (laughs) And the thing is that I, you know, I, I, I do think in many cases people see it. I, I just think that we've gotten to a point, especially in New York State, especially when you're looking at the options of do I just leave the state or do right. I stay here fighting? It's almost easier to say, I'm just going to leave. Well, I mean, Kath, we, Kathy Holcomb says, uh, go ahead and leave. That, that, that's oh yeah. that's right. what her rhetoric and, and by the way, that, that brings me to another thing here. Uh, what are you, You're talking about the uh, uh, politicians having thick skins. Do you think that there's politicians whose skins are too thick? 
Because uh, otherwise, explain the arrogance of things going on, like, for example, the student loan debt, quote, finger quotes, forgiveness, uh-huh. which is not real. It's, uh, debts, all, all debts are paid, as we all know. Yep. Uh, so it just gets shifted to the rest of us. I mean, that's incredible arrogance and total, totally being out of touch with, I would say, most Americans. I mean, the fundamental fairness of that is... There isn't any. There isn't any. And that's not just arrogant. That's a a, 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 a president um, and, and, and a party who doesn't just have the arrogance, but their arrogance has led them to believe that those of us down here, especially in the black and brown communities that they're claiming to be helping with this, uh, are stupid. Well, they think all of us are stupid. I mean, yeah, don't, don't feel bad. They also think us, you know, <laughs> their white constituents are dumb, too. That or they that do. they think that, or they think that everybody is um, greedy, and now thievery is something that you should aspire to. I mean, isn't that the whole basis of socialism and/or fascism? Depending on you know, again, we have that kind of what's happening here, right? Is that now you can virtue signal by? Um, doing you know food stamps you know your food stamp amount allotment goes up and you're proud of it right i mean and and instead of um being like oh man uh maybe i should do something about this you're like hey what's up my i just got another you know hundred dollars on my food stamp card it's the same type of thing right we put it over to this um idea of having your loans forgiven Right. It's the same kind of mentality like, oh, man, we're seeing the argument from people saying, but it's only ten thousand dollars. Right. We want to say because we see it because we see it differently. Right. We understand what's actually happening. But I don't think that we have done a good enough job in the culture war to actually help people understand why it's bad. Well, There's and- not a natural inclination in people's minds right now where they understand that they think they should have all of their student loan debt repaid. Yes. Right? Actually, most of the bills pay, but that's the victim mentality. That's right. that whole dependency that the government has been pushing, which has led to things like 81 homicides causing uh, uh, the Flower City, causing Rochester to be the, what is it, the, the fifth highest homicide rate. Uh, 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 of murders in the nation back in 2021, we're we're on. Pace. I think we're averaging 4.6 murders or deaths by by, but um, 4.6 cheapers, a homicide every 4.6 days. <laughs> there you uh, go. You got this it. Is what we're having. <laughs> and and on a, also, uh, there's another four number in there too, uh, and that is that on a per capita basis, Rochester's homicide rate is four times that of Chicago. Yep, correct. Uh, which which is which is horrible. Yep, and and you know when I first moved here uh, in Rochester, this was back in like 1991. Um, that I would literally hear people; they were almost proud of it. About right, be like, oh, we almost have as many murders as a New York City, as though they wanted to keep up with it. Right now that we've surpassed that. Right. The the chickens are coming home to roost. Yeah, and now people are like, wait a second, what's going on here? Right. Because these are our communities that are really being harmed. Right. You have people, the suburbs who don't want to go into the city, you know, and 
you can't really blame them. You know, get mad sometimes. Hey, we're going to hold an event. We got to help these people. And you're like, yeah, then I'm going to get caught in the drive by. Like, why do I want to go? And nobody wants to live in these areas. There's no businesses that want to come in the areas. And all you're doing is perpetrating this fraud. Yeah, they're definitely perpetrating it. But it goes back to the culture where you mentioned. I mean, Bob said earlier about, uh, you know, the arrogance that it would take to do something like it's it's silly and illegal as as saying they're going to forgive student loan. But the reality is, and I think we talked a little bit about this uh, before we came on air, that does absolutely nothing to really enhance the quality of life of anybody that's really struggling just to go to school. Well, it's just bald faced and vote vote buying. That's all it is. Right. Vote buying, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's but that's what creates the culture of 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 uh, that, that culture of victim, victimhood, you know, that, that dependency where people are now resorting right, to right, violence in order to get what they want. And I mean, this is what happens again: fascism, socialism. When you allow the government to take over student loans. <laughs> and, and, right, and bigger than that, Aisha, uh, when you allow the government to take over education, education, right, exactly. Once you, you know, you want the cost of college to go down, you want the cost of education. Get the government out of it, and you will see. If as long as these colleges know that those loans are going to be paid, they they can keep on hiring people, they can keep on jacking up the price because you know that the government, your friend that just loves you so much and wants the best for you is going to pay for it. And so, again, that's that incestual relationship. So if if you guys really, truly do want to see school choice, if you really do want to see the cost of loans come down, if you want to see interest rates, all of those things, just get the government out of it. Same with insurance. But the government's trying – the government makes it almost impossible for you to – Get them out of the way. I mean, and Only they'll because do things. we don't hold them accountable. Only because, because we don't hold them accountable. Because they do stuff like this and everybody, instead of being outraged the way we are and being like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And people really doing something, they're like, well, at least my loan is forgiven. Uh, yeah. yeah I know at what you least mean. I get my $10,000 off. Why is it that every time a politician decides that they want to make a mark like that, student, whatever the case, I mean, come on, they're talking about cannabis dispensary, right? Basically saying, and, and you can read the article, right? Basically saying that the best option for the black and brown community is to become legal drug dealers. And, and they're going to make it possible so the first 150 uh, uh, cannabis dispensary license are going to be specifically marked to the black and brown communities and those that have been previously convicted of a drug crime. Yeah, yeah basically what, what, uh, what the government That's is looking for there is they, they want a, a direct cut of drug dealing. Yeah. Ba- ba- basically what they much. want is they, they want to get in that revenue stream. The, the, That's what this amounts to. You know, I, I'm, I've been quoted – oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I've been quoted saying that I, I believe, right, when many people see, you know, a young black or Hispanic or white, it doesn't matter, just any – you know, some drug dealer sitting in the corner – uh, in the city, what I see is a potential future CEO Absolutely. of a major Fortune 500 companies. I guess the state kind of took that to heart and they're trying to create their <laughs> they own. They stole your idea. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yes. Ooh. You know. Oh, I, man. I, you got to love New York. No. I do love New York, though. That's the problem. I do, too. That's why That's we've why been doing this for more than 10 years. You know? I, I don't know. I, I think that the how insulting it is that the only thing that we can do right black and brown communities that you're going to make up for all of the 
injustice is to make sure that the first 150 black people are able to have a dispensary. And the crazy thing about it is those in our community that have went and gotten like a medical marijuana card are no longer eligible for the Second Amendment, uh, uh, for their Second Amendment rights. They'll need the government to. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Peter and Aisha on the Next Step Show. We'll be right back. On the WYSL stations, 92.1 FM, 95.5 FM West, AM 1040. Tell a friend about the program. And if you would like to advertise, 585-346-3000. Support the show. We'll be right back. Here's a special message for veterans and surviving spouses from Alpine Manor. You may qualify for a special benefit from the VA. After applying for funds received for aid and attendance, your stay at Alpine Manor could be as low as $600 per month. Be sure to call for details. At Alpine Manor, their pride is personalized care for seniors who are not yet ready for a nursing home. There are supervised activities and medications, full laundry and housekeeping services, three dietary-approved home-cooked meals, and a bedtime snack, all provided in immaculate surroundings. Be sure to call for details on this new program for the veteran in your family. Keep the golden years carefree years at Alpine Manor, nestled in the picturesque rolling hills east of 390 in Livingston County, just 20 minutes from Rochester. New York State Health Department license. Call 346-5880. That's 346-5880 for a no-obligation tour or information, or visit alpinemanor.com. Next to life itself time is god's greatest gift every minute of your child's precious school years should be spent in devotion to truth not some agenda an archangel school k-12 classic catholic-based education fosters achievement not conformity affordable safe small class sizes and zero time wasted on crt or common core your family values are honored and parental involvement is warmly welcomed archangel school kids learn to soar not march 247-1112. Don't be warm in your home. Pick up the phone and call 270-5836. Wise Home Energy has been fixing uncomfortable homes since 2010. Does your AC struggle to cool your home? Then call Wise Home Energy, the experts in fixing uncomfortable homes. Ducted and ductless mini splits are the 21st century answer to heating and cooling your home. So don't be warm in your home. Pick up the phone and call Wise Home Energy at 270-5836 today. Peter Vasquez and Aisha Kreutz, the next step show on the WYSL stations. Right now, I just need you to get real loose. Get comfortable. Grab your loved ones or grab your love partner. And if you're by yourself, no worries. Just follow after me. Yeah. Trying to do the two-step and cowboy boogie. Grab a sweetheart and spin out Okay, I'm just going to not even try to sing. I get it, I get it. You don't have to give me the looks. Although I do really like this song. You know, my neighbor introduced me to this song when we were on vacation. Never heard it in my life. And do you know... I think I played this song over and over again on my way home from that trip. Oh my gosh, your poor wife. <laughs> oh, come on, a colored folk with, with a great country song? Country songs? He's got phenomenal country colors. songs. White people are colored folk, too. We're all colored. 
Everybody's a color. Yes, everybody's a shade of color. I I meant a human with a darker shade than most country singers. Gotcha, yes. Which is great for people like me, actually. Remember, we were talking about Chapel Heart on the other show, right? They're another. um, I like Chapel Heart. Yeah, somebody who is um, uh, black uh, with my skin color, and I love country. You know, it is nice sometimes to see people. Looking like you're getting a little, you know, because there's not many. There's not there's many, not many. Uh, colored um, country singers. Country singers. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is that significant? His name, I notice, is Blanco Brown. Blanco Brown. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, that, Blanco. that resonates. Blanco Brown. That's like white brown. Yeah. Maybe he's mixed. Or maybe like they probably called him, like, growing up, they um, call me an Oreo, you know. And it was double I'm, stuffed Oreo. Oh, you I mean like you it. mean an Obama? Uh, yeah, uh, black on the outside, white on the inside. No, he's half white. No, that's why they would say it. You know, right. because I, I spoke properly, and I'd be like, "That's kind of insulting, guys." That's like I'm crazy. It's a, I was told once yeah. I'm a Puerto Rican trapped in. No, I'm a white boy trapped inside a Puerto Rican's body. Yeah, I'm, just, that, I'm like, what else does that even mean? Yeah. Because I want to try to talk better English. Anyways. You know, we're grandparents. I cannot believe that, uh, how, what the joys of being a grandfather. You're a grandmother too, aren't I you? I am. Ain't I they am. great? Oh my gosh, it's the most, I, I really didn't understand how great it was going to be until it happened. You my, know, they say it, you know, you hear it. And then they're here and you're like, oh my gosh, I love you. What is... Um, my little Johnny? Yeah. Oh my God, that's Chris's... You, you can't pull them to a park. Chris is like, Johnny, yep, nope, that's all I do. <laughs> if I've got to give, a, if she's got to give all her four limbs and, and eyeballs to keep that boy with oh. her, man, she would in a heartbeat. But so would I. And then I, then I got Emmanuel in Florida. Ah, oh, that these kids, they're growing so fast. Yeah, and I only get them two days a week, and I feel like I should have them more, you know? Like, yeah. do you ever feel, you know, I'm like, man, sometimes over the summer, because I hasn't needed me as much. Uh, that's my oldest who has the, you know, my daughter. But she hasn't needed me as much. And so there's days that she wants to take away from me. And I'm like, no, I only see him two days a week now. Like, what are you talking about? You know, what do your grandkids call you or what do you want to be called? My grandkids are calling me grandma. Uh, they call me grandpa and they call grandma grandma. So so He's I know we we've gone through all these uh we went through different. We went from pee was it peepa and mima to uh um uh pee pee and let's not even just just leave that one there. And uh and Mimi and all these other crazy names and I'm like, no, listen. When they say in school it is grandparent day and bring grandma and grandpa. I want my grandson to immediately think, well, grandpa, okay. that means Peter. And grandma, that means Chris. Okay, See, that was, yeah. a, that was a marketing genius. A- <laughs> I'm a marketing genius <laughs> as it comes to grandparenting. No, I'm, yeah, I'm Abuelita and my and Matt, uh, my husband, he's Pop Pop. Pop pop. Yeah. So so Johnny was saying Papa for a while. And so so as he was you know, learning how to articulate words, I kept saying g g grandpa. G g grandma. And then one day he does out of the blue, he looks at me and he says G-g-grandpa. And then he just started saying grandpa ever since. He still has the gut guy in there, too? No, he's he's dropped that one since. But every time, everybody kept telling me, no, you got to settle for papa. I'm like, I'm not settling. He's going to learn grandpa. And sure enough, he learned it. So, it's hey, so cliche, for, though. For, for our listeners. I like being original and... 
uh, like how, cool. How about we throw something fun out to our listeners before we continue our okay. discussion sure. on politics and faith and entrepreneurship? Okay, and history. And history. Can you we know, add history I, I, in there. Can we add history? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, something fun. It's all about history. Something fun. How about we put this little, I don't know, is it a contest? Do we call it a contest? A giveaway. A giveaway. A giveaway. But you got to work for it, though, because, you know, the one thing that I do believe is that even things that are given away always come at a price. So you're going to have to work. <laughs> oh, so so this is this is what you're you a heck got. of a salesman, i got to say. <laughs> We're going to do something fun now. you got to work for it. (laughs) You know, I was a high school teacher for five years. He's a work Nazi. (laughs) I'm not a work Nazi. I just believe that you got to work for... All right, what's the fun? Come on. All right, the fun is this. Give me some fun. Fun it All right, friends, listeners, to my email address, which is peter at nextstepshow.com, I'd like you to define the male and female words... In Spanish, for grandma and grandpa and their origins. Okay. Are there not more? <clears throat> is there not more? Can we narrow it down a little bit? Yeah. I, I got to believe that in Spanish there's more than one word. I for think we should do. Like there is in English. I but think the real you should words, do is though, abuelita. Is grandma and grandpa. No, I think you should do. That one's too easy. Let's that do. Easy. I think you should do abuelita. Because people usually, when they're like, abuelita, what is that? True, 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 And they true, don't understand, right? It was like the typical word, and then abuelita, you know, because it's special. <laughs> ah, so, so what do you want them to do? Let's refine real quick. Okay. I, no. think they should, I think it should be, yeah, same thing. You know, what does abuelita mean? All right, so just Origins. Define. Yeah, it's, Define an origin. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can tell, we kind of came up with this as we were talking here. <laughs> On the fly. <laughs> Which is good stuff. So this is the deal. Define and its origin of the word abuelita and abuelito. Okay. Send your response to peter at nextstepshow.com. The first email to give the correct answer will get a t-shirt. A fun nice. t-shirt. A Not what? A fun t-shirt. t-shirt. A fun t-shirt. Okay, next step show. So that's N-E-X-T-S-T-E-P. Next is singular? Yep. Okay. Next steps, N-E-X-T show dot com. Uh, yeah, step dot com. Yeah. Next step show dot com. Next step show, Peter at next step show dot com. For your T-shirt, as long as you identify uh, and explain the origins of the words again, Peter. Yep. So the words and the origin or the, yep, is abuelito and abuelita. All right. All right. I'll look I'm for excited. your emails. We'll announce the winner at the next show. Okay. Sound good? That sounds good. Sounds good. We do sounds a giveaway good. every show. I was thinking about yeah, that. Why not? Come up with something. I'm sure we will. And not on the fly either. So, you know, we went into break talking about, we went into break talking about um, uh, cannabis dispensaries, right? For oh, people yeah. of color, people that have been incarcerated. That's the state's way of... of saying uh, I'm sorry. Uh, saying I'm sorry, I guess <laughs> let's, so. Let's keep you uh, subdued mentally for as longer than we can. And, and never able to own a gun. And that's basically what that turns into. You can't protect yourself. But but then i got to ask, why is it? And and listen, I'm sorry, but this does seem to be almost exclusively a big push against blacks and against Hispanics when it comes to the things like abortion. And it almost seems to be a one-sided push from the very, very top, which, I mean, if we're going to throw race into it, it really seems like a lot of white people are saying things like, we should have abortions. Black people need them. Oh, well, of course. You know, I mean, in Monroe County, think about this. 
um, Monroe County specifically, that for every 100 black babies born, 59 are aborted. Okay? But for every 100 white babies born, 14 are aborted. So when you're telling me... Both, both tragic numbers. Both are tragic numbers. But one of those numbers is not like the other one, right? No. And one of those things, when you hear a lot of the proponents of abortion that are up there pushing why it's so important for us to keep uh, abortion legal, right, or to, to make sure that we have it, they say because it is going to hurt and harm the black community and people of color more than anyone else. Yeah. You're like, you're literally killing more of us. And so your definition of helping us and not harming us is killing us, is convincing us that our best shot at life is to have no life. That's what these people are telling you. And the dispensaries. In the Hispanic community, real quick, you, for every thousand live births, there's 180... Uh, abortions. 180. Uh, I'm sorry, doubled from 180 to 339. Well, I only read like half the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, double over what peri- period, Peter? A uh, uh, t- uh, 10-year period. Wow. Doubled over, over a 10-year period. Doubled over right. a 10-year period. And, you know, the, the popular perception is that abortion is decreasing. At least that's that's the narrative that's being pushed. Well, so part of that problem, that narrative, is because... Now you have the chemical abortions. Now you have the morning after pill, right? You have these things. And so they're not actually counting those as abortions. Oh, that's unbelievable. Right? And not only are they not counting them as abortions, but now the big push um, that we're finding in uh, this realm is, like I said, the chemical abortions. And so you can go on the computer, you meet with the abortion doctor on there, and they mail you your pill. Yeah. And there's no real exam. There's no, I mean, like. There's no medical care. Yeah, the amount. That's what Planned Parenthood calls medical care. Yes. Yeah. And that's what they're pushing as medical That's what Hoko keeps saying is medical yes. care. That's what all the Democrats right. here keep saying is medical care. If you, Those that's, us- if you think that's medical care, guys, you've got to, ladies, you got to see Unplanned, the <laughs> film Unplanned. Yeah. You want to know that's how that great- can go? Yep. Aye, aye, aye. Yep. And not only unplanned, I mean, we, we last week we had a great guest on who, who directed a great movie by one of the biggest abortionists that killed probably more babies than any, more humans than anybody, the Gosnell movie. The Gosnell movie and him going to prison. Yep, Nick Searcy, he produced that. And, um, well, he didn't star in it, but he was, you know, the bad guy. He, <laughs> he, he didn't star in it. He appeared in it, though. He yeah. appeared in it, so, yeah. But... Gosnell, the most prolific serial killer in American history, is you know, and and now though, if he were to be tried today, if he did that in New York, the same. Ex- so if you haven't seen the Gosnell movie, go see it. Yeah, right, yeah. get the unplanned Gosnell. Both of those, absolutely phenomenal. You can Every get them on Amazon. your children should see it. You should see it. it whether you're pro-choice, whether you're pro-life, uh, it doesn't matter. Right, the, the facts are important. Right, so that you can go and have serious conversations about this. Um, you have right now um, the the abortion industry again pushing to have less constraints on abortion. And Gosnell today, he wouldn't be in prison. He went to prison for what he did for snipping the necks of babies, for cutting their spinal cords. In New York today, 
if he was doing that same thing, he wouldn't be going to jail. He would not be. He'd and, and probably it, be applauded. And isn't it convenient, too, that uh, a Planned Parenthood is pushing these uh, these chemical, basically a spontaneous abortion. Correct. Uh, uh, these, these, uh, these extremely strong uh, and potentially lethal spontaneous abortion pills with no medical care or exam or qualification right. whatsoever, well, 400 times more dangerous than a surgical abortion. Yep. 400, 400 times. times. And there's no even, you know, like sonogram test saying that you're actually nah. pregnant. Nah, right? They can just... go in there and you're like, what are you, what is going on here? We are going backwards. They're talking about um, what, uh, uh, back alley abortions. This yeah. is the definition of a back alley ab- abortion. There by, is no by mail. By I, mail. Are, are you guys yeah. familiar with the IUCN red line criteria for an endangered species? How they identify when a species, uh, animal, or mm-hmm. plant is becoming endangered and, yeah. and it will be extinct? Extinct. Tell us. Uh, yeah. So, so, oh, you want me to tell you? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh. Can you tell us what, what oh. it means? Yeah, here, I'll bring it up here real quick and I'll tell you. So basically, it's the it's the International Union for is that the right one? Yep, the International Union uh, for Conservation of Nature is basically what the IUNC and they have this uh, this uh, this criteria that they use when they're uh, measuring the the life expectancy of a, of a particular species. An indicator for endangered species, an, right? An indicator, right? That they're going so so and based we- on their criteria. The black community here in Monroe County is an endangered species, right? Not, but not just. I mean, we're we're the, the numbers are going down. Where, uh, um, where what was the year? Twenty fifty, sixty years from now. That's what it was. So right. in sixty years, it's, it's according to their to... measurements. If the abortion continues or increases in the numbers that it's now in New York State or here in Monroe County, right. there would be no more blacks in Monroe County. Right. So I have to ask again. Why are people like Kathy Hochul or, or, or Biden and Morelli. many others and Morelli and, and Rachel Barnett and all these guys who claim to love and, and, and work with and want to work with the black? Why, why are they so dead set right. on I'm continuing a trend that is showing blacks yeah. and browns are going to be gone? And because not it's one just of the, in Monroe County, but it, it's that not is, just in right. And again, and th- that's a. Uh, some there's a trend that we see across America, especially in major metropolitan areas. Again, New York City, there's more black babies are well, actually now it's equal, but again, that's because they're taking away what they're considering an abortion. But it was um, for as many black babies born, they are aborted. There's no replacement rate, and it's, yeah. it's not even it's not even saying, hey, you know, they got to have access to abortion. This has gotten is getting so bad, even though. It was never a constitutional freedom to begin with, but it's gotten so bad that Democrats, you know, high-level Democrats like Hochul and like the uh, the AG here in New York State are pushing Google to yes. restrict their searches to oh remove gosh. pregnancy centers right. from being uh, because because they don't provide abortions because they don't Absolute, provide abortions right. And- People that are want to give healing help, material aid, they'll do baby showers for you. You want to push that to the back of the Google search to ensure that more people will still be. Uh, it is absolutely, it is beyond immoral. It's it's beyond it immoral. Is it's, it's, it is it, it, is, it evil. is evil. It's infanticide. And, and by the way, also. Uh, there's abortions and then there's abortions. I mean, this is a term of art, is it not? Uh, some of the abortions that are being pushed now are later and later term. And there, there's even a push to normalize uh, infanticide. Yes. In other words, post-birth abortions. Post, yep, because there's still leeches. 
right? I mean, again, your three-year-old cannot survive on their own. And so what right do they have to really live if you have to give up your self for them, right? If your kid has to be breastfed, it, I mean, like, really, what use is it? You're, you're, they're taking your nutrients. Both yeah. both ends you of know? the spectrum, ladies and gentlemen. It's infanticide and it's euthanasia at the other end. And, and older folks, you know, well, you know, uh, uh, Mrs. Smith, you know, she's uh, she's con- she's confused and she's just not having a good time anymore. Yeah. So it's time for her to go toddling off. Let's help her. And, yeah. and you look at and this is right. Mom, at, I know my mom and dad, I mean, never wanted to have to wear a diaper and poop on themselves. Right. They, Exactly. always said that they would never want to have that quality of life so i'm just doing them a favor yeah the the uh, by, by, this is right at our uh, at our doorstep ladies yes. and gentlemen because right over the border in canada they have they have loosened the restrictions on euthanasia mm-hmm. uh, drastically and last year people who are you know they're depressed uh, we're talking about like teenagers who are depressed and who just decide they want to kill themselves go they go the off doctor. to the doctor yep. without parental consent yep. uh they can they can die and the rate in canada tripled last year yep. from the previous year and in oregon here in america same thing yeah. um you have you have the older folks now in oregon that don't even want to go to the doctor anymore they are refusing They're afraid. because they are convincing them no, like it's not even like they're bringing it up, but doctors are bringing up to them. You're hearing horror stories coming out of places like Oregon of our older people that we are supposed to look up to and go to for wisdom are saying, I don't want to go in there because they're trying to convince me that I should um, kill myself, basically. Right. right. That this is a good option for us. And if you are a little bit confused, if you are right going down that road, it makes sense to them. Yeah, maybe you're maybe you're distressed. You know, you're an older person. You just lost your spouse. Your spouse just passed away. You're depressed about that. You're not in the greatest of health. Maybe it's your time. Right. Maybe it's your time. Well, listen, right? Senator it- Mark Warren, the Democrat in Virginia. You know, in this whole thing, he says importantly, this isn't about silencing voices or restricting speech. It's about returning search results that accurately address the user's query and give user information that is relevant to their searches. He appreciates Google for taking these services. But what they're doing is restricting people's search. They're basically, in my opinion, I mean, some of the some the of the comments for on the, this, the pro-life uh, centers. Yeah, now, 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 some of the yeah, some of the comments on this, they're turning it into uh, obviously mega. They think that this platform is successful because its policies should be. I mean, they're, they're turning it into a Republican nonsense and stuff. Right. And Do you I, remember? Well, and you know, oh, go ahead. You remember a couple of shows ago we played a clip with uh, uh, Malcolm X. And he talked about the white liberal yeah. and, 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 and the white conservative yeah. and how one lies. This is a per- this whole abortion thing is a perfect, perfect example. example of what he was talking about. And yes, you know. And, and, and why it's a perfect example, too. I just want to put, put, put this in here. I was letting everyone speak a little bit. But if abortion really was a political issue, Republican, Democrat, it would be over by now. OK. And the reason being is because when you had. Republicans who had the presidency, the House and the Senate, um, they would have repealed everything. You have eugenicists in both parties. This This is not something that is a political issue. And everybody needs to really understand it. Yes, it's a humanity issue. This is something that should be intrinsic upon us about what it means to have life and liberty and 
how we go about as a society promoting life or death, right? This, it, it's not political. And as long as they can make it about Republicans against Democrats, against, uh, I don't know, religious people, against um, people who, I don't know, have no religion, right? It, 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 as long as you can do that, then all of a sudden you have a break. But everybody needs to break that off anyway and just stop using the terms and saying, listen, I am just talking about is abortion right or wrong? And euthanasia. Well, when you have a culture of death, promoting death like yes. that, there there's go. no wonder why, you know, we have, we're homicides. averaging homicides or one homicide every 4.6 days. That's, there, there's right. no this wonder is, in any it, of that. It's the, uh, what we're seeing right now is the denigration of the, uh, of, of human life. Uh, and whether it's letting violent criminals go to go out and continually re-offend in the community. The, yeah, the victim. Yeah. Uh, or whether it's euthanasia of the mentally ill or depressed teenagers or the elderly or you know just abortion on demand this bespeaks a uh, a disrespect and a cavalier attitude towards human life that's right this is what we saw 90 years ago ladies and gentlemen uh with the advance of the nazis yep. correct yep. yep and i mean Absolutely. today in today's this i, I re- if, if hitler were alive today doing the experiments that he was doing right i think he would be hailed by the medical community who did uh, who did uh, Goebbels and uh, Hitler study? Uh, uh, Margaret Sanger. Yeah, uh, they, were the, 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 they were associates, weren't they? Well, actually, Hitler came up. Uh, he he used uh, Margaret Sanger as his template, and he actually, at one point, actually said that America's uh, laws, or you know, like the way that they were going, the eugenics, what Margaret Sanger wanted, w- went too far. Hitler said she went too far. Yikes. You know what I'm saying? So it's so it wasn't the other way around. People think that, you know, Hitler was the one, but actually Margaret Sanger, he looked up to her. Um, and we have to start really taking a hard look at who we want to be as a society. We really do. Yes, we uh, we, do. we have come so far away from what the founding fathers and the brilliance of who they were and that moral compass that guided us. We've gone too far away and from here that. in New York State, they like to call that progressive. Yeah. Well, I hope you will come back after this break and continue to listen to Peter Vasquez and me, Aisha Kreitz, on the Next Step Show as we, the voice of liberty on WYSL. It's summer, and Springwater Amish Workshop has a wide selection of buildings to suit your every need. You choose style, color, size, exterior product, placement of windows and doors to make it uniquely yours. Springwater Amish Sheds have the best manufacturer's warranty in the business. American-made, Amish-built, delivered to your prepared site within a 40-mile radius of Springwater. When the delivery people leave, your new building is ready to be used. Get a 3% discount when you pay by check, or you can rent to own with no credit check. Summer's in full swing. Now's the time to relax. Relax outdoors in a glider, deck chair, swing, or Adirondack chair, or play cards around the picnic table. There's premium quality and selection in stock, made from vinyl, yellow pressure-treated pine, or finished hardwood. A great yard starts at Springwater Amish Workshop. The showroom's full. They're ready to bargain. If you love wind chimes, choose from a full selection with melodic tone. From buildings to gazebos, lighthouses to wind chimes, Springwater Amish Workshop has it all. 7936 Mill Street, Springwater. Open 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, Saturday 9 to 3. 
Inside the Taylor Laboratories. Hey, Tony, what you doing? A little experiment, Zach. Look what I have under the microscope. Ugh, what's that? A sample of indoor air. How can it be that dirty? Don't AC and furnace filters help? Only with dust, Zach. But when Taylor installs a whole house APCO air purifier to detox the air, odors, chemicals, mold, bacteria, and viruses are removed. For clean indoor air. Yep. Ain't science awesome? Taylor. 500 help. The Trappist monks of the Abbey of the Genesee have been baking monks' bread for nearly 70 years, right here in western New York, just outside of Geneseo. You'll find every variety of monks' bread and many other monks' specialty items at their beautifully renovated Abbey store. Or you can order online at monksbread.com. Your purchase of monks' bread supports the monks' mission of prayer and hospitality. Take a short drive down 390 South and visit the Abbey store or order online at monksbread.com. Peter Vasquez and Aisha Kreutz, the next step show on the WYSL stations. Echinito, Kale, Alon, Flito, Bien, Flito, De Puerto Rico. You know about that, Bob? Know about uh, what? The song. I know nothing about this song. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know less than nothing about this one. Oh, man, this is almost Chino. Now, El Gran Combo has been around for almost 50 years. They are from Puerto Rico, and they're a, a awesome. But you know where I got the chance to actually see them in person? Not Germany. a clue. Germany. <laughs> Germany really? they're, they're, so this is the coolest thing, and I didn't know this. You can go to Europe. And you actually see more Hispanics, more Germans dancing Hispanic music, uh, Puerto Rican music like this than anywhere else. And I don't mean like, you know, sitting there shaking their rums. I would go up, because Europe also has some really cool clubs. Uh, You'd go up to the third floor and look down on the Spanish uh, floor where they were having Latin music. And there would be different German guys dancing with multiple Mm. women uh, and spinning them off as they were were dancing salsa and merengue. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it shamed me a little because I like the dancing with multiple women uh, concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of dancing with multiple women, liberty versus freedom. <laughs> That's a nice transition. I like that. Um, well, yeah, we just I, real quick wanted uh, maybe we'll pick it up next show as well because we, I don't think we'll be able to get into it much. But I do think as we talk, you know, you t- hear things the liberty movement, voice of liberty, right? Uh, all of these different things, our founding fathers, right? They said, give me life or give me liberty, not give me life or give me freedom, right? Um, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. How come they didn't say life, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness? And I think this is a very important issue that, right, breaking apart some of these issues of freedom and liberty that we have. What is the difference? Right? The, let's define them. What is the difference in definition? I mean, so liberty has the component of morality in it. Okay, it is a self-restraint. When you look at a lot of the things, I mean, and and we don't have time. And again, I think we're going to go into it more next time. The quotes you can look up, the things that our founding fathers had said about morality, right? That is a moral people. um, That's how you keep a republic. Okay, you can't have the liberty Without the more moral component, otherwise you're going to have a lot of laws. But, but, um, I mean, really, liberty—the the 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 root of it—is someone right who uh, it's, it's taking responsibilities for their actions and behaviors. That's liberty. 
Meaning that we still Correct. have to work within a, a common um, a social structure, I guess, where we've all accepted that, hey, these are the appropriate behaviors that we would display as a society based on morals. Right. But and, we're and, pulling God out of everything. When, so where do the pull, morals right. come from? And this is why the culture war is so important is because that's what they want to do is pull out morality. Freedom. You have the power in freedom. Right. Uh, freedom can lead to anarchy because it's who has the most power to put whatever they think is important onto other people. Right. You freedom refers to the power to do something. Right. Freedom can easily devolve into anarchy. A free society enables all of its members to uh, develop its potential with minimal constraints, right, in freedom. But if you have all the power, you get to dictate what the freedom is to someone. Exactly. When you have liberty, you have the, I have the liberty to use drugs if I want to, right? If but I if have the have freedom, freedom, if I have the freedom, I may not have liberty to say no. But anyway, um, I know that, again, we're getting short in time, but so we'll make that a little teaser. I think that uh, next show we'll talk about that just a little bit more. Oh, well, we're going to um, talk about it a lot more because we got to include things like free will because you got a lot yes, of I mean, you got a, a an entire party. The Libertarian Party in itself believes that we should have more freedoms. Anyways, I think we've gotten to the point where it is time to... Now... Free Soup with Aisha Kreitz. That would be the extraordinary machine, Aisha Kreitz. Free Soup, good for the soul. So, I read a disturbing article on Breitbart the other day titled, ACLU uh, fought chemical castration of sex offenders, supports use of same same drug on trans kid. Uh, That title says it all, Right. Last year, the ACLU fought Alabama's law to mandate, quote, chemical castration on certain convicted sex offenders, unquote. They called the, quote, uh, medical exemptions that had no basis in medical community, um, in the medical community. However, in Texas, the same ACLU filed suit to challenge, quote, uh, Texas Governor uh, Abbott's directive stating the same sex change attempt on youth as a form of child abuse. The castration drugs in questions are, uh, I hope I get this right, medroxyprostachone, acetate, and lipron. And they're being used as puberty blockers on children. Liberals claim to be all for children while they seek to protect child rapists' ability to rape children. They also fervently seek to prevent parents from having their own children castrated. Castrated children will never have children. Okay? Um... I think that if anyone looked closely, might, one might think we are preparing children for the ACLU uh, to protect the rapist and not the child. That's almost what it sounds like, jeepers. Listeners, remember, define and the origins of the words abuelita and abuelito. Send your answer to Peter at nextstepsshow.com. The first one with the right answer based on the date and time on the email will win a t-shirt. It will be a fun t-shirt. I completely promise. So, hey, if you want to advertise, leave a comment as well. Send me an email, Peter at nextstepshow.com or call the station at 346-3000. You've been listening to The Next Step Show. Until next week.